Hey, it's Olympics time. But right now, it's English time. Yes, it's the English Teacher John Show podcast audio lesson number 34. Come on, let's do it. Of course, our music is by Martin Chennault. Welcome, everyone. My name is John Coons, and I am originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, United States. But I now live in Matsumoto, Japan. I hope you're having a good February. As for me, I think some of you know that I love winter. I just have a lot more energy in the winter than I do in the summer. To be honest, I also feel pretty good in the spring and autumn. It's just the heat and humidity of summer that really make me... uh Lazy! Well, it's not summer now, so let's stop talking about it. Actually, it's snowing here in Matsumoto, and that always makes me very happy. Big, thick, heavy, white snowflakes. It's very beautiful. Uh, I want to tell you about a little winter activity that my wife and I did yesterday. We went snowshoeing. Do you know what that is? Well, I'm sure many of you do know what it is, but probably some of you aren't sure what it is. Well, it's basically hiking, but in the snow. You fasten the snowshoes onto your shoes or boots... And you can take some ski poles. And you just start walking in the snow. The snowshoes spread your weight out so that you stay on top of the snow rather than sink down into the snow. It's a lot of fun. But you can get pretty tired quickly. If you try to go fast. I know my brother does snowshoe races. And you know what? I think he's crazy. He says it's one of the most demanding aerobic exercises that you can do. It means that you'll really be huffing and puffing and out of breath. <sighs> If you try to run in your snowshoes. Well, he lives in Colorado in the United States. And they are crazy about athletic competition there. Hey, I'll tell you a great part about snowshoeing. When you stop and lay down in the snow for a rest. It's really excellent. It was so quiet yesterday, 
and the forest and mountains are very beautiful in the snow. Yes, it was a great day. Okay, for today's show, let's look at our show index for today's show. First, we'll have a language segment, supposed to. Uh, we will, secondly, we will have a proverb, two heads are better than one. And finally, we have some idioms, no way, no problem, no sweat, piece of cake. Okay, let's get going with our show. Way, way, way back in September, our listener Ritesh from San Marcos, and uh, sorry, I don't know where that is. I know there's a San Marcos in Texas, but I'm not sure where Ritesh is from. Uh, Ritesh sent an email and asked about the language supposed to or be supposed to. So thanks, Ritesh, and uh, let's take a look at using supposed to which is very common in English and maybe a little bit confusing. I'm supposed to go to Sao Paulo tomorrow. She's supposed to be at the meeting right now. That medicine is supposed to stop the pain. You're not supposed to sit there. Supposed to. S-U-P-P-O-S-E-D. Supposed to. I'm supposed to go to Sao Paulo tomorrow. She's supposed to be at the meeting right now. That medicine is supposed to stop the pain. You're not supposed to sit there. Supposed to has a lot of meanings in English. But today, we'll just look at three meanings. He's supposed to come here at 3.30. This usually means that you expect an action to happen. The action is planned. But it's not 100% sure that it's going to happen. The action is not guaranteed to happen. It's generally believed or planned or expected to happen, but it's not for sure. Examples. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. I saw the weather report on the news. She's supposed to pick up the ice before going to the picnic. She told me on the telephone yesterday that she would do this. Now, the second meaning of supposed to is for requirement. You are required to do something or ordered to do something. It is a rule, an order, a requirement. Examples for meaning number two. All of the workers are supposed to arrive by 8 a.m. That's the company rule. 
This is an important meeting, and Fabio is supposed to be here. It's a requirement to be here. We're not supposed to walk on the grass. This is a rule. Okay, now to meaning number three. The third meaning is designed to or intended to. The medicine is supposed to stop your cough. It's supposed to relieve your pain. It's designed to do this. That new power station is supposed to provide electricity for the entire city. It's designed to do it. It's intended to do it. Okay, well, thanks, Ritesh, for your email and your suggestion for this segment. And we will have all of the practice will be at the end of the podcast. So you will have practice for all of this at the end. Okay, that's enough for supposed to. You are listening to, and I hope learning from, the English Teacher John Show. Hey, what is that flying so low? Oh no, watch out! Here comes today's idiom. Let's talk about a proverb. P-R-O-V-E-R-B, proverb. We can also call this a saying or words of wisdom. Today's proverb or saying is, two heads are better than one. I think I'll ask Susan about her ideas. You know, two heads are better than one. Two heads are better than one. Yes, if two people think about a problem, a solution, a task, a job, then it's easier to get a good idea about a solution, an answer. It's easier to solve the problem if more people think about the problem. Hey, ask Lobsang to help with that. Two heads are better than one. Two heads are better than one. Okay, yes, we have some idioms today. Let's look at some idioms. You know, sometimes someone asks you something and it's really difficult for you to do it. It might even be impossible for you to do it. You can't do it. No way. No way. Hey, John, can you make three podcasts this week and teach your lessons and fix my broken water pipes and clean the house and... and no way. No way. 
Sorry, but there's no way I can do it. No way. Okay, let's look at the opposite response. Someone asks you to do something and it's an easy job. It's a piece of cake. No sweat. No problem. Piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. Hi, Julio. Can you fix that flat tire for me? No sweat. It's a piece of cake. Hey, Francois. Do you think you can finish this by next Friday? Sure, no problem. It's a piece of cake. It's really easy to do. No sweat. S-W-E-A-T. No sweat. Piece of cake. I think someone said, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. It's practice time. Oh, no. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's repeat these. Come on, let's do it. We're going to practice all of the language that we learned today. First, our language segment supposed to and meaning number one expected planned or believed let's go he's supposed to come here at 3 30 it's supposed to snow on wednesday He's supposed to pick up the report here before he goes to Madrid. He's supposed to pick up the report here before he goes to Madrid. And meaning number two, required, by order, by the rules. All of the workers are supposed to arrive by 8 a.m. This is an important meeting and Fabio is supposed to be here. We're not supposed to walk on the grass. We are not supposed to walk on the grass. And supposed to meaning number three, designed or intended. Let's practice. 
That medicine is supposed to relieve the pain. It's supposed to take pictures automatically. That new power station is supposed to provide electricity for the entire city. Okay, now our proverb. Two heads are better than one. Let's practice. I think I'll ask Susan about her ideas. You know, two heads are better than one. Why don't you ask Yuki to help with that? You know, two heads are better than one. And finally, our idioms. No sweat, no problem. Piece of cake, no way. Can you repair that table for me? No sweat. It's a piece of cake. Can you do it for me? Sure, no problem. It's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. Hey, I really need this before Monday. Can you do it? No way! Sorry, but there's no way I can do it. No way! No way! Okay, everyone, good job today. That was a lot of practice. And I think you are tired. I'm sure you are tired. Should we practice a little more? No way! No way! Come on, no problem. Piece of cake. You can practice a little more. No way! Okay. Always welcome your comments. Good, bad, positive, negative. We like your comments. You can send them to podcast at englishteacherjohn.com or you can leave them on our blog. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to the English Teacher John show today. Oh, I almost forgot. My wife Tomoko and I are taking some vacation time in March. We're heading to India and Thailand, and I'll talk more about it in an upcoming podcast. I just wanted to let you know that I'll be away for about four weeks, and I can't say for sure 
how many podcasts we'll have for March. And don't forget, you can find our blog, our new What's Up podcast with transcripts, our Frapper Maps, and more English learning stuff at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Hey, I'm supposed to be preparing some lessons right now. I gotta go. See you later.